0: With Dan McLaughlin, I'm Randy Carricker. Good to have you with us on 101 ESPN and 903. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And one of Dan's analysts on Bally Sports, pregame, postgame and in-game, Rick Ankeel, joins us on 101 ESPN. Rick, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Everything's great. It's a great morning because the Cardinals won a game. You've been through it before, and I know that you're emotional about it now. It really is different how you handle a losing streak as a player as opposed to a fan, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, listen, you just try to, to keep it simple and execute on each pitch you know, and try not to worry about what you've done in the past week, but it's kind of hard to ignore it. So what a good win for the Cardinals right there.
2: You know, Rick, uh, I, I'm said this to many many people privately and a few times publicly on these shows but now that you're on the air i'll just tell you you did a fantastic job first ever uh, regular season game in the booth with me over the weekend so you're to be commended for uh, just getting in there getting it done and your knowledge is both a, a hitter and a pitcher is a perspective that no one else in the game has um so congratulations on that you did a hell of a job in terms of, of being now on this side of it and you're watching the game. Because when you're in the moment as a player, it's one thing. When you're watching up in the booth, it's another. So what what are, you, what are some of the things that you take away looking at it from this perspective, whether you're watching it on TV or, or at the ballpark and, and watching it from the booth?
1: Well, uh, just being a former player, I think first and foremost, I try to remind myself of how fast the game is. It looks easy when you're on this side of it watching it on TV compared to when you're in the box and 98's coming at you and they're throwing splits, sink cuts. Um, Whatever it may be. Right. So I think, first of all, as an analyst, like I said, just trying to remember the speed of the game and how hard it actually is between the lines. And Rick,
0: you had to evolve as a hitter again after you you left pitching and became a hitter. We've been talking a lot this morning about Tyler O'Neal. Can you give us your impressions of what you've seen from him over the last few years as he has grown as a hitter?
1: certainly um his ability to you know now it seems like he's trying to drive the ball up the middle to right center uh it seems like he's it's given him a lot more plate coverage uh and he's you know he's a five tool player he's exciting to watch he's fun i mean it's not how far you hit it it's how many but he's hitting some majestic home runs i mean it's he really is um i said this the other night i feel like you know, we got a WWE star, right? This little bound up ball of muscle, and he's just exciting to watch.
0: As a golfer, all of us, as guys, we're testosterone-laden, and we, we swing the club as hard as we can on occasion. It's got to be really difficult, and I'm sure you went through this, to just ease in and let the bat do
1: the work. Uh, 100%. I, I feel like especially when you struggle, because your initial feeling is to try to do some damage. Let's say you're 0 for 5, 0 for 8. Maybe you've hit a couple balls hard, but you have nothing to show for it. Uh, You're almost up there trying to do more instead of doing less when, in fact, um, you want to just slow it down, shorten up, throw a single out there, and then when you start to feel more confident with your power swing, then let it go.
2: I I think you offer tremendous perspective on this. And we touched upon it a little bit, I think over the weekend, but the fact that there are sticky substances for pitchers. So, all right, you're a former pitcher. It was prevalent then, not the sticky substances that we see now. Now it's being taken to a ridiculous level and you're a hitter to where some guys, and maybe you're included in this are saying, I don't mind if a guy's got a little rosin or something to control the baseball. So, Take me on both sides of this as a pitcher and as a hitter. What what do you think this is all about in, in terms of how much you want to have it in the game and, and those that really don't want to see it at all?
1: Um, I think you want them to have a little bit, right? The balls do seem to be slicker than they were. Um, and you want them to have some control. I know when I was still playing, um, it, You know, the guys who were the 88 to 92 guys and they're out there trying to make a living, it was like, fine, do what you got to do. But once you started getting up into that 95 and above range, um, you know, that's when you were like, wait a second, you already got good enough stuff to get us out. You don't need any extra help. So I feel like there is a balance. You know, there's there. It's just, you know, it's measurable now. Right. They got all these high speed cameras. um, You know, they can figure out how much stuff to put on the ball to make it do extra stuff. Um, So I I think there's a balance in there to where, obviously, you know, the article that was in SI and they're talking about teams hiring chemists, um, there just has to be a balance. I don't think you want them to not have anything, but then how do you tiptoe that line, right? So maybe it's a certain – um, you know, a certain thing that everybody's allowed to use and anything over that is over the line. So there, there's a balance of it for sure.
0: Rick, when you were pitching, they didn't have spin rate and you had that snap dragon going. Did, did RPMs ever enter your mind when you were throwing your curveball you Some days you have it, some days you don't. What was the thought of spin mm-hmm. rate, even a part of your process?
1: No, I think it's, we didn't have anything to measure it. Right. So really you went by feel and by, and by the optics of it. So you might throw one and feel like, okay, I really snapped that one off, but you didn't measure the spin rate. Or we would have, right. Because really you're talking about the same thing. I threw a good one and I threw a bad one. Um, if you're going to keep it simple, but now all of a sudden, you know, with those high speed cameras and you start flipping around and, and what you may think be, m- might be the good one might not be right. So everything's measurable now. Um, so no, I didn't think about it, but that information wasn't, wasn't available either.
0: It's amazing. It's a long time ago, 21 years ago, but what was it like? What did you think when Mark McGuire who had just hit 70 and then 65 home runs gave your curveball a nickname?
1: Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, right? At the time he was as big as baseball could be and, um, he gave it a good one. So, you know, it gives you confidence when somebody who's had that much success gets in there against you and, and, um, you know, says something cool about yourself. So it was fun.
2: This is from the, six, three, six. We have a text line here in the studio. He says, before the interview ends with Rick, can you please ask him how many no hitters and one hitters he had in high school? <laughs> He's an absolute legend. So uh, one hitters, no hitters in high school. How many did you have?
1: I threw nine no hitters. Um, <laughs> God, I know my senior year, I threw I threw four one hitters. I don't remember other than that, though, but I threw nine no hitters total. Yeah, high school was pretty fun. That's kind of like it, what DeGrom is doing right now. I'm tell, how did anybody
2: hit you in high school? These poor 17 and 8-year-old, 18-year-old guys going up against Ricky and Keel, they had no shot.
1: No. Well, I didn't give up an earned run or unearned run until the playoffs. Wow. That was a pretty fun senior season, my senior season.
2: And that's a pretty good uh, hotbed for baseball, Randy, as you know, down in Florida. Oh, There's pretty good players. Those so. are amazing numbers. Yeah. Hey, Rick, when you watch
0: Adam Wainwright do what he's doing at the age of 39, and he, he is the Cardinal stopper. If they have a losing streak right now, you feel good about Adam going to the mound. But at the age of 39, having done it, how amazing is it?
1: It's incredible. Not only that, but to like last night and the game before, he has that rocky first inning, right, and then settles down, makes an adjustment, and gives you a really, really good outing. To me, that's more impressive than going out there and having it the whole time, is being able to make those adjustments in games, firing strikes, doing what he does. And let me end with this just because we all been waiting for it, but – now he's finally got a ba- base hit and the swing's finally back. But now the world is okay.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I- I'm curious about this, Rick. Is it more impressive that those two guys are still doing it at the age of 38 and 39? Bueno's 39, Ueno's 39 uh, Yachty is 38. Or is it more impressive that they have adapted within the time that they played? Because the game of baseball has changed more now. In their time period of playing from really 2004, 2005 to now than we've ever seen, what, what do you think is more impressive of the two? And both are very impressive.
1: Uh, both. I'm going to say both, honestly. You know, that's the, the fact that they're still doing it at such a high level and then the fact that they're adjusting to what's what's happening in the landscape of baseball, you know, that, like everyone, change isn't always easy um, or fun. And just sometimes, it, you know, you just don't want to do it, but it, it's – the fact that they're able to do it and compete, how they're competing, how they're helping this club win, uh, the knowledge that they have is is off the charts.
2: Do you love watching, uh, specifically, I think it's a, a pertinent question for you, do you love watching what Otani's doing with the Angels pitching and hitting?
1: Uh, 1,000%. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, especially in today's game where you have, I mean, I see it in eight-year-old baseball where it's like, pitcher only. Um, I don't like that part of the game. I want guys to be athletes. Um, and I I just, I think it's important for, for young kids to have somebody to look up to who is playing both sides, because I think we'll see more of it moving into the future.
0: Rick Ankeel, one final thing. And Dan mentioned right off the top that it was the first time you'd done regular season ball. And I, I didn't even realize that. I knew that you'd done the spring training games. I thought you'd done regular season games. But what's it like to be in the hands of dan mclaughlin oh, i can't imagine that i can't imagine that
2: you'd feel like you're in better hands as an analyst doing your first regular season game than being in the hands of danny Mac. now rick before you answer that realize i'm on the air tomorrow and you're not so i'll have the last word so you better be kind that's all i'm saying
1: well i i felt like a brand new baby and just getting <laughs> cuddled by the entire family um It's fantastic. Danny's so good. Even though you're right here, Dan, he's so good at what he does having to manage, you know, think about all the people that come up in the booth and him managing the different personalities and working with different guys. Uh, That's not easy in itself, but, um, that was so much fun. You know, I've done, I've been doing a lot of pre and post over the last couple of years, and um, you know, I know I'm not the only one who feels like this, but pre and post doesn't even compare to sitting in the booth and feeling like you're a part of the game and a part of the energy and a part of the heartbeat with the fans and the stands. Um, that that was that was awesome.
2: Yeah, and we felt that in that that seven run sixth inning because we, I felt bad for you because normally when you when you have a game and you're, you're you have a guy that's doing it for the first time, you, you want to have some action. You want to have some good games? The Cardinals were getting thumped. And I I said to Rick, we were between innings. I said, this is as low as I can remember a game being. Even more so than the blowout of the Indians, uh, the game two nights ago, was that Sunday for like the first four or five innings. I felt bad for you because we're trying to, you know, think of things to talk about what's going on. Not a lot of action. So um, and people loved your perspective of hitting and pitching and, and there's just no one literally in the world that can provide the kind of analyst uh, work that you do and I, I just thought you were great at it so it was a lot of fun a lot of fun for me
1: yeah me too i i really enjoyed it. i can't wait till the next time it's
2: gonna yeah. be fun and i will echo what dan said and rick we
0: we can't wait to hear you again in the booth great job you always bring it here we appreciate you joining us this morning have a great day and a great weekend
1: Thanks, guys. Appreciate
0: it. You got it, Rick. Thanks. Rick Ankeel with us on 101 ESPN.
3: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at bidonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at bidonline as well. And don't forget, bidonline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bidonline, where the game starts.
1: Want more ways to show your good side to the world?